Good afternoon, Tuscaloosa. Good afternoon, Tuscaloosa. Internet world, West Alabama, right here in downtown Northport. This is the Joe Gaither Show right here on Bama Central at BamaCentral.com. You guys are watching us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. You're listening to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Amazon. Anywhere that you can get your podcast, you can find the Joe Gaither Show on Bama Central and BamaCentral.com. We encourage you guys to listen to our other Bama Central Broadcasting Network, Blue Collar Unplugged, with our friends Make Blake Blake Byler, Matthew Gibson, and Jacob Pickle. Uh, Jacob Pickle hitting the half-court challenge on Monday night, so that will surely be a part of their newest episode as Alabama basketball gets back underway on Friday against Indiana State. We'll be right in there for you with Bama Central and BamaCentral.com. All right, so we're going to have a lot of fun the rest of the day and the rest of the week. We're going to be joined by former Alabama running back LaRon McClain joins us next. LaRon McClain right here, Tuscaloosa. You can see him on the sidelines for Central High School at the moment if you want to. Uh, uh, Played for the Crimson Tide 2003 to 2006 and played a seven-year NFL career. LaRon, thank you so much for giving me some time, man. How are you? Man, no problem, man. Good to be on. Finally, finally coming on with you. I know I missed a few times, man. That's my bad, but uh, blessed to be on here with you, boss. That's okay. It's a blessing to have you. I really appreciate it. Uh, let's just start with this past weekend. Alabama wins over LSU. You were in the building. What do you make of this year's Alabama football team, really everything they've gone through to this point? I'll just say just from week two, uh, a resilient group. Was in a group of guys that, you know, everything, everybody was against them at the week two, you know, dropping a big game, you know, like that. I, I think it wouldn't have been as big if it wasn't in Brian Denny, but them dropping a big game like that late in the game in the fourth quarter versus a great Texas team who is still, you know, winning uh, as well. But them coming back and, and dominating pretty much the SEC, you know what I'm saying, on each and every Saturday going in uh, each, each and every week, you know what I'm saying, dominating defensively, you know, defensively and, and Miro just taking off, you know, getting his opportunity. Set out that set out that uh that week after uh, Texas, and haven't looked back ever since he got back in there. What do you make of this year's team? Uh, you play fullback and running back for the Crimson Tide. No more real fullbacks in uh in college football really <laughs> throughout the league. What what do you make of this year? I mean, Robbie Oots is the closest thing to a fullback for this yep. year's team. What do you make of the offense this year under Tommy Reese? It's his first year coming from Notre Dame. And then kind of just your thoughts on your position not really being a big part of football anymore. It's so it's so crazy, man. When I was in uh, so crazy with Coach Wiz on the staff and, and Tommy on the staff, you know, I was with them in San Diego when I was playing with the Chargers. So I knew they was pretty much going to bring in like a heavy tight end, you know, package, man. But the guys, I think they bring them in fit well with our offense. Like you said, with the with Oots with Oots in there, that he he's that he's the guy that you know battle battle ram, you know, said doing the thing like I used to do, not as much as I used to. I'm, I'm, I was more downhill and knocking on <laughs> taking on lead blocks at like twenty mic and all that. But the offense, I feel like when Miro found his groove, I think uh, Tommy knows exactly what type of quarterback that he has. Uh, you know, get the uh, progressions down quick. You know, saying with him and Miro just really. Taking the game over, I feel like he did against LSU. Like I really like, he feel like he put that game in his hand. Say like, I'm gonna get my one or two reads, but I know these guys can't, you know, what I'm saying touch me if I start running the ball or, you know, start going through my reads the way I need to. Man, the guys is getting better, and better each week. So I'm just excited about that, man. Just how the way we dominated, especially just just the last two weeks, the way that we did Tennessee in the second half, and the way that we dominated LSU. In the second half, man, that's some old school Alabama football right there, man. When we know your team not getting nothing in the second half. 
And going on that, Alabama only has what, three more games left in the uh, regular season playing Kentucky this weekend, UTC, and then Auburn. Really, everything's still out there in front of this Alabama team. Yeah. I think a lot of people are wondering or worried that Alabama, if Alabama keeps keeps winning, there's no way they get left out of the playoff, is there? Man, it's so it's it's so tricky this year. Just looking at how after this week I went, how the top teams won, and like all them teams, all of them won, all of them still in the one, two, three, four, uh, five, six slot, and we in eight behind Texas, who you know what I'm saying, who who beat us. So we still got that, you know what I'm saying, pretty much over uh, over our heads. So you know, it's it's pretty much you really just got to control what you can control, you know, and that's going to that's going to Kentucky this weekend. You know, kicking the teeth in, you know, in the early, you know, saying noon game, you know, get it in, get it out of the way, you know, then coming home, finishing your last home, home game, senior, senior day, senior night, however uh, they're going to do it. Then just finishing on the road against Auburn, you know, it's, 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 it's all, I feel like it's always a tough road for Alabama, but I feel like the toughest the road, the tougher road for them, it's going to be better, you know, say, after we holding that trophy at the end of the year, man. So hopefully they put us in there. If they don't, just, man, Saban deserves coach, coach of the year just alone. Just the resiliency, you know what I'm saying? He got these he got these guys playing playing in right now. Oh, 100% coach was talking about it last week. The Last year's team didn't really handle hard very well, but this year's team yeah. embraces the hard. Uh, why don't you tell us about your time playing at the Cap, uh, here at the Capstone? You played from 2003 to 2006 under Coach Shula. And just as a couple of aspects, uh, one, what's it like playing – here at Alabama, being fr- really kind of from t- from Tuscaloosa, you grew grew up kind of in the area, went to County High, and so you came to play at Alabama. And then, secondly, the last 15, 16 years, Coach Saban has basically built upon your final year. I mean, Coach came in here the next year, uh, so he played under Coach Shula's final year. Really, what's it mean to you to say, okay, this 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 dynasty was basically birthed out of uh, out of the foundation that you built? Oh man, I man, I, I really when uh I, I really when people talk about the uh Shula in the saving years, I, I feel like sometimes uh people be forgetting that it, it was like night and day. You know, when I was in school, you know, we was a program really getting off of probation. Shula took us over. We was really like getting our groove. My junior year, two thousand five, we was undefeated all the way up until the LSU game. We lost in double overtime. People don't understand. We beat LSU that game. We in the SEC championship that year. Yeah. Win, lose, a draw against Auburn the next week. You know, it don't even matter. You know, but still had a great year that year. We was combo champs. beat a good Texas Tech team. Uh, RIP to Mike Leach. That he was he ran that team there, man. Team was averaging like 49 points a game. We held them to like six. We had a top defense that year. You know, and then just, you know, getting drafted. I was in Orlando when they when they hired uh, Nick Saban, man. When they hired Saban and everything. And I'm just thankful. I'm just say this, just to throw this out there. Thank God Rich Rodriguez turned it down. <laughs> so thank we he turned it down. And my boy said, we got to go get the GOAT. So it worked out for ourselves. And just like this city, man, uh, Nick Saban and, and Miss Terry Saban, his wife, they've been doing so much just for the for the youth, for the youth and just the development just around here in Tuscaloosa, man. It's just night and day from when I was in high school watching Alabama from when I went to the NFL and Saban took over in 2007 and from where it is right now 16 leagues like, it is it is ridiculous it's crazy I, I just got done walking on i just got done walking off the strip uh walking off the strip looking at the stadium and everything it's crazy out there what are some of the biggest differences that you've noticed in tuscaloosa basically due to coach saban's uh <laughs> coach saban's great dynasty i just i just think it's the uh, emergence just just of 
just all the guys that, you know what I'm saying, really come back. Saban make us feel like he, like, Saban really make it feel like we played for him. And people don't understand, like, Saban came in in 2007 when I got drafted, you know what I'm saying, in 2007. So I never got to play play uh, for the man. I, I, I would have I loved to. I probably would have gave, gave another year to go, come back, you know what I'm saying, to have another year now. But him allowing us to come back in the offseason and, and, you know what I'm saying, and work out with the guys and go into that program and, and and the stuff that he does now for us, you know what I'm saying, doing eight day weekend and you know coming back for the games and and everything and all the stuff in the city. The city is so much. It's just I'm gonna tell you like this: they have brought so many more people from all over the world to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Just because of this game of football, just because you coming out here winning a few national championships. Like I, I met like I remember the the old Miss game. I had the old Miss game. I met parents from the UK. They daughter. Is our sophomore year over here. So like that was that was like wild to me. Like it's fans everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You go see this Alabama, this road, you say road tide is like is it, is it, everywhere in the world, man. So I'm just thankful. And people just don't understand. I say it all the time. I'm just thankful and blessed, man, to be part of it. Just to be part of it, man. Just to go to the university, be able to play up there and Brian Denny caught a few touchdowns over there. So I'm just thankful just to uh be part of the part of the team and part of the squad. Well, we were th- thankful for you and thankful for everything you gave to the Crimson Tide and, and after uh, after after college football as well, playing for the Ravens, the Chargers, and the Chiefs as well. So you have a seven-year NFL career. Uh, you go to Baltimore, kind of an Alabama home away from home. You get a lot of guys, yeah. guys going over to Baltimore. What was it like on draft day? You didn't draft in the fourth round. Did you get the call from uh, Ozzie Newsom? Did someone else give you the call to put us in, in, in your shoes? You said you were in Orlando. What's that uh, afternoon? like i guess it's a long oh man it was crazy it was crazy so like before like before so i was training in orlando like a week before the draft and so i flew back home i'm in Newport, uh on 13th street uh right around the corner from north circle the apartments where we uh where i grew up at we we in the house around the corner me my mom uh my stepfather at the time may he rest in peace uh he was with it at the time and we just we we had a we had a party uh that night before it was day one you remember the draft used to be like three days so day one it was one through three. So we thought we was going uh, day one. So we got around that end of that third. And, like, we got the word. We was like, man, we probably ain't going to go the first day. So I was really kind of distraught, though, because I thought I was going early. But And then uh, my roommate at the time, uh, President Presley, his mom, man, like, his mom was wonderful. And my roommate while I was in college, his mom came and just prayed. She said, just let me pray over you. She said, everything going to be okay. She said, tomorrow is your day. Let me pray over you. Everything gonna be good, man. We went back to my apartment, just relaxed. Got up that morning, came back to my mom's house. That morning, while we eating breakfast, man, Isaac Newsom gave me that call. And really, my agent called me uh, uh, two picks before. He was like, "Hey, the Ravens got two picks right here. Uh, they gonna take Antoine Barnes with the first one forty one. I mean, uh, with the first pick, and then uh, the Colts are they're not gonna take no fullback. That's pay man, and they don't use no fullback. So, and then the Ravens gonna pick you up with that next pick." It worked out just like that. Isaac Newsom called me, man, and I swear me and my mom danced all night, danced all night and day, you know what I'm saying, in the, uh, in the kitchen, man, listening to blues all night. So we still talk about that to this day, man, that day right there, the day that changed, you know, pretty much everybody lies around me, man, you know what I'm saying, it really, like, propelled me to be, you know what I'm saying, in a position I'm uh, now, you know, coaching now and giving back to these guys. And, like, I can't wait to see some of them, man, like, when they sign their national letter to go to college and see some of them when they get, you know what I'm saying, to the to the uh, NFL. So that's what people don't understand. Like, that's how I feel about Brian Robinson. Like, my first camp I ever threw, Brian Robinson was in the uh, – he was in the uh, sixth grade. 
sixth grade, he came out there looking like he was about in eleventh grade. He was so big, my barber brought him out there, and like <laughs> I remember, I took my cle- I took my cleats off and gave them to him. But to see that, to see this uh, young man right now in the NFL dominating and being one of the top backs in the league right now, man, it's just it's exciting to watch, man. Like I got two Brian Robinson jerseys. <laughs> I watched that commander jersey. What does it mean to you to see a guy that you poured into for so long to you know see them their dreams come to fruition? You know what that's oh like. man, it's just like man, just seeing him. I remember it's so crazy. It's just like he came to every camp like after that, and but this this when I really like got excited about him. I think one game in high school, I'm up there in, in Baltimore, and it was like, man, a kid from kid from Hillcrest, uh, Tuscaloosa ran for like 400 yards of the game. Like man, who? Then I looked down, I said, I had to call my barber, like, is this, that's him? He's like, yes. He said, yes, that's 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 the, that's the that's the kid, man. So just to see him get drafted, then overcome, it's so crazy. I hate, hated that he had to come through all that adversity that he went through yeah. when he first got in the league. But man, that's I mean, that's that's that Tuscaloosa strong, man. That's that Alabama strong, like being tough like that, to bounce back from that and him him progressing and, and doing his thing, man. I just be excited, man, just seeing guys, especially just from my hometown, like especially in position like I was, like, they, they ain't no telling what they're going to do. I hope we play, like, 15 years in the league. They need to give them the ball a little bit more, too. Absolutely. I'm telling you, give Brian Robinson the ball, baby. <laughs> What's it mean? I mean, Alabama doesn't take a ton of local talent. I mean, Will Conformby right here in Northridge High School in, in the most recent class, but Alabama doesn't take mm-hmm. a ton of, hey, this kid's coming to Bama if you're a local kid. What's it mean? You, you talk about Brian Robinson and, to, and to yourself to know that, okay, Alabama thought I was obviously worth it enough talent-wise, but, you know, have your head on head on straight as well because you can stay, you can get in trouble staying around home. Man, to, to to see Alabama go ahead and take a take take a scholarship offer on yourself on Brian Robinson on Wilkin for me. What's the different? There's got to be a different breed uh, being a local kid going to Alabama. And 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 I and I don't and I be trying to and I I say that I say I used to say this all the time and I and I don't want to sound like like arrogant or cocky or anything, but that is something amazing when you like going in the same city where your big university is and they come over there to your high school where you're located, like this kid is not getting out of Tuscaloosa. Like he got to stay home. Like the same thing happened with Brian Robinson, the same thing happened with Bo Scarborough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With him, like keeping them at home and, and like just ha- happening with me. Like I like I enjoyed it. Like I went to the University of Alabama. You probably would have thought I was like on, a, I was in college. I was in college, but I know, man, I could go over that bridge, man, and see my mom. You know, my mom was working in the dorm sometimes, you know, just to have that home feeling, you know what I'm saying, just coming back home, that home feeling of, you know what I'm saying, Alabama. I love it, man. Like, it's no better feeling, I don't think, of it. You know what I'm saying? Being here, I was good in, I was good in Little League. I was good in middle school at Lowerwood. I was good at Tuscaloosa County. Then being able to go to the University of Alabama and excel at that. Like, God is so good, you know what I'm saying, my life. Then going to the NFL and doing great and, you know what I'm saying, giving back. So, just seeing them guys, like, right now, like, both. Bo right now doing his thing, like, you know what I'm saying, giving back and him being in the league a few times. Brian Robson just excelling, going his thing. Going to be another Pro Bowl back this year. And, you know, all the stuff he's doing for the community and stuff like that. It's just it's just amazing, man. And it's something about that that local kid. Like, there's just a local kid. That's why uh, it's a, it's a, we got a local kid down here right now that's going to Ole Miss. I hate that. <laughs> I, feel like he should, I feel like he should be across the street. Right. He's that type. He's he's that, and I feel like he he's he's more special than all of all us was coming out. Like the kid down at Hillcrest, uh, T Banks. Like he going to old. I know he's committed to Ole Miss, but oh, I just was. I was. Uh, 
Uh, call uh, T T Rob, come over and holler at him or something. <laughs> and Johnny, I've got one uh, this year. Kevin Riley committed to uh, Miami. Dan Riley, yes, yes. And look, look, like guys like that, Riley going to Miami. Like I'm like, but you probably that that's amazing. Like a kid, like for to go down to Miami and play ball for Crystal Ball down there and ball and gonna be go excel. That kid too, though. That kid. A great running back too, you know what I'm saying? Just watching him from a distance and then be able to see him up and close, you know, some personal issue with us having him the first game of the year. Like it's been amazing. Like people don't understand about LeRon McClain right now. Like I say, I'm like a little kid right now. Like I'm enjoying life and like coaching football, man. And you know what I'm saying? Enjoying Alabama football, just you know what I'm saying, just enjoying life here. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing these kids excel and you know, do big things, man. I'm 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 excited about that. Well, tell me about how you got involved in coaching because it's only from my experience, uh, Central this year, Hale County. Yeah, last, two last year. Yeah, okay. last like, Hale County one year. So um, it's so crazy. Oh, my uh, my guy from high school, I was in Taco Castle down 69. It's so crazy. And I seen him and his son, his son uh, Nate Champion, his name Nate Champion. His son was named JT. And he's like, man, uh, JT doing good. I said, JT down there balling at Hale County. He's like, yeah. I like, man, I'm trying to get into – I was saying it because I was coaching youth football at the time for the Tuscaloosa Stampede. And uh, my bonus son, my bonus son was playing at the time. And and I was like, man, I'm trying to get in a little coaching, man. I just need to get my foot in the door. And my guy went right down there, talked to the principal of uh, Hill County, man, and they, they brought me in and brought me in on the volunteering, you know what I'm saying, aspect of it. So, really, I was down there really just learning, soaking it up. My first year, soaking it up, learning trying to, you know what I'm saying, learn everything, seeing how to run a team, seeing how to be a coach. If I was a great player, that don't mean I'm going to be a great coach. You know what I'm saying? So it's a difference. And so, you know, so uh, worked out there, had a great, great first year down in Hill County. But I felt like, you know what I'm saying, with me, where I was, where I want to go in my life, I felt like something was like going to be bigger for me and something was going to be better. And, you know, when Coach Pippen, you know what I'm saying, shout out to, shout out, uh, to Mario Pippen, man, Coach Pippen, man, our head coach, man, him giving me a, a phone call and, him offering me, you know what I'm saying, to come over there to be part of his staff, you know what I'm saying, to learn from him, to, to uh, mentor some guys over there and, and get behind him, you know what I'm saying, and, and bring that culture back up and change the culture over there with Central, man. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't deny it. And it's probably been, boss, people be trying to say, man, it's probably been one, a great year for me, you know, ever since we started back in January with the guys and just working all the way up. I know that the year didn't end like we wanted it to, but we're going, we, we turned the program around and we're going in the right direction, man. We got a great leader. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to, uh, to Mario Pippen, man. Well, I will back you up. Every time I've seen Central this year, much, much more organized, much more I disciplined. Much yes, more, sir. Yes, sir. You, you know, with the game plan. And uh, you yes, guys sir. Gave, 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 gave those young men uh, a chance every Friday night. And and they took it. They they, they played hard every, every week. So I was really impressed. Yes, yeah, competed every week, man. That's just part that's, – that's just our motto, you know what I'm saying, from my head, from my head coach, Faith and Grind, man, believing in what we do. And going out there and doing exactly what we believe in, you know what I'm saying? Grinding for what we believe in. So we got a great leader over there, man. That's why I said I'll just be following people be like, man, I'll be like, I'll be following our head coach, man. Like, that's the leader, man. Like, he a leader of man, man. Like, he's been doing it for a few few years, man. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. We he could have his own pipeline too, like save. <laughs> and, and, and really, you, people people will see the results this year, and just how how Central has played this year. The numbers will get will, will grow. The young men will want to participate more, and uh, it's just going to be rolling from there. It's going to be exciting to follow. follow yes, sir. You, you guys over there, it's going to be great. Yes, sir. Yes, oh, sir. 
but it wasn't always. Uh, I mean, and this is just amateur. But correct me if I wherever I go yeah. wrong. But it wasn't always sunshine and roses for uh, Leron McLean after the NFL. Thanks. The NFL kind of concluded to football. Yes, sir. What's uh, golly? How challenging is that going from I'm a professional athlete, I'm on top of the world, to I got to figure out what's next? Yeah, it, and then, and that's and that's and that's and that's the part that that's the part they don't have you prepared for. You know, and, and really, I'll be trying to get out ahead of a few guys that probably try to be on their fast last year, year or two. You know, I got to get prepared for that because everything will change. The people around you will change. The the way that people deal with you will change, man. And you really got to find a common ground, you know what I'm saying, pretty much with yourself. Like, I I really had to, you know what I'm saying, find something. I had to go viral, you know what I'm saying, just to even, like, to get somebody to, like, you know what I'm saying, to, to hear me, you know what I'm saying, to get somebody to hear me, that'd be the main, that'd be the main thing. You want to get somebody here because most people be thinking like, oh, you're broke and you ain't got no money. Now you're, you're desperate. No, no, I'm trying to find some purpose, you know, and I'm trying to find some purpose in my life. Like, I've been playing this game since I was six years old. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get to a sudden, then you get to the league and they give you all this money and you, you're doing your thing. And all of a sudden, all right, you're not in the league no more. And I got no more football. Like, what am I gonna do now? Like, what, what, like, what's the transition? So, the thing about me is, I feel like uh, I want to, I want to tell guys, you know, what I'm saying, well, from my experience, get in, man, just get, just believe in yourself, and uh, understand why you in the league. That is, it's always gonna be, you know, what I'm saying, an end of day. Always gonna be an end of day. But also start preparing yourself for the end of day. So when it's over with, you can find some more purpose out in life. That give you that same purpose, that same enjoyment that you feel like you're still in the game. Cause that's most that's most guys be missing. They be missing like you feel like you're still in the game and feel like you're still important. You are still important, man. You got family, you got kids, you got people that you went to school with that still love you. You got everything. Like, and my coaching staff, like they just they really just don't understand. Like, this has been the most peaceful my life been since I've been out the NFL. This, this, this last year alone, like January up until now, like it's been peaceful. Like just just being around like-minded individuals and really not trying to be nothing more than what I am right now. You know, LaRon McClain, you know what I'm saying? The tight ends coach from Central High School. <laughs> I'm not trying to be the two-time pro bowler no more, the two-time all-pro, the guy that went to Alabama. No, I'm Central tight ends coach, Coach Mack. That's what they call me, Coach Mack. <laughs> and I just try to Try to uh, you know, what I'm saying go like go that way, but it's but like I try to tell people, man, people try that's that's easier said than done. You know, what I'm saying I can say it easy right now because it always wasn't that easy for me. I had some dark nights in here and dark times where you know, what I'm saying I I can't talk to nobody but the man above. You know, what I'm saying he saw me saw me right through everything. So I'm just thankful for that, man. Thankful for guys like BJ Stable, our A Club president. When I was going through my little stuff, he like, man, come like, let's get back in school. Let's. Let's go, on, let's go and finish this. Let's get this degree, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this degree. Finish something that you said you want to do. That going to give you some light. Like, that, that started like in 2020. So just him giving me that, setting that up with my advisor and getting me back in school and me walking for the first time in 2020. Because I didn't get to walk in high school because I didn't pass the graduation exam. So I had to take it that summer. And when I passed it that summer, I just went right to the UA. I ain't even had to like, so I never got to walk. So this is my first time getting to walk in 2020. Like, I be trying to tell people like, man, life been, life been cool. <laughs> Last three years been kind of, you know, what I'm saying cool. It feel like my first three years in the league again, but not, not that like in drafted, but just that feel, just like I'm at, I'm at peace with a lot of stuff, man. And like I'm thankful. I love going to love. I like, like it's so crazy now. The season over with. I be having so much time on my hand. I'm like, man, what do I do? <laughs> you know, the guy, so 
I done made up, I do new workout routines, man. Got my bike riding going on. So I just try to stay active, boss. Keep my mind, keep my mind going, man, and, and keep it free. Well, what was that graduation experience like? I saw some of the uh, some of those photos on your Instagram. Oh yeah, yes sir. In 2020, I remember walking in, in in 18 for me was a huge day. What was it like for you? Oh, it was amazing, man. That day, it was amazing, man. Uh, man, shout out to shout out to uh, uh, legend Renee Beard. She was my, my my partner at the time. She was there with me, taking pictures for me. She was with me the whole way through. When I was keeping up all night trying to finish that math 112, man, that was the hardest class. Yeah. <laughs> but going through that, man, but going across that threshold, getting that picture, getting my degree, looking at it right now, you know what I'm saying? Just getting that, being the first one in my family to to uh, get a college degree, you know what I'm saying? Giving that to my mom, be like, man, your son did that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Something you can be proud about, like, you know what I'm saying? You raised the king, you know what I'm saying? And being successful out here, I am now. Like, I, I always tell my mom, like, she be so hard on herself. She like, I remember she be like, man, what, mom? You was you, you was amazing. You know, so all the circumstances you had on your on your plate, man, you did your thing, man, for us to be out here doing what we doing. I like, you know, what I'm saying. So I'm just so I'm just so like thankful, man. Just so excited, so thankful for life. Cause like it was a point of time back then when I was going viral with my head, like I really didn't know, like you know, I can't see, I can't see this far in the future. I can't see like you know, what I'm saying what was going on. I really thought it was, I didn't know what was going on. I really was trying to get my my, my ducks in a row because I thought something was about to happen to me, you know what I'm saying? Or I was going to do something to myself, you know? So I just thank God that got the right people around me, talked to the right people, man, got the right people in my life, man. And, you know, everything just progressing now. That's all I'm trying to do, just progressing, not going not going in my rear view. That's it. As you've gone forward through through a lot of the, the things that you're working through, that you have worked through, uh, yes, there's a lot of people, the easy question is, oh, well, would you have traded football to not deal with uh, maybe some of the, some of the, some of the mental, mental challenges that you just uh, kind of overcame? I went, man, I'll tell you, man, when I remember when I first put that helmet on in Fort Wayne, Indiana, for the Metropolitan, you know what I'm saying, League, for the Redskins, like I say, I said then, man, I, I, I wanted to play football. Seeing the Buffalo Bills, Frank Wright come back against the Houston Oilers in my living room in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And then being able to shake that man's hand when he was the quarterback coach for uh for the uh like I was like a little kid in the league. Like people didn't understand that. Like I was always like excited to meet guys, like because I watched them like growing up, like guys like that. So like it was it, it was just 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 amazing just being able to, you know what I'm saying, get over that, get over that threshold and, and, and playing this game that you know what I'm saying? A kid's game. A kid's game, man. Playing a kid's game. Like, since I was playing the game since I was six, though I said, like, I knew it then. I was like, I want to go to the NFL. I want to go, you know what I'm saying, play ball. So I wouldn't trade anything. Like, I wouldn't trade, like, anything, especially anything in Little League, especially when I moved down to Alabama and I started playing for the Skyler Falcons. Like, we had the best uh, 12-year-old group or whatever. Then I went to Lowerwood, started getting – then I finally got into organized football in eighth grade with Danny Long, Coach Danny Long at Lowerwood. You know, me and my guys like Terrence Jones and all them over there playing ball with them. Then getting up to kind of high, you know, balling with Coach Higginbotham, you know, with Titus Ryan and Sean Kill Page, them type guys, Terrence Jones, Kevin Owens, all them guys I went to high school with. And then just going to the University of Alabama, you know. All that tradition, because the first, like, when I moved to, people don't understand, when I first moved to Alabama from uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, the guy my mom was talking to at the time, like, he was just really trying to figure out, like, how to connect with me or whatever, but sure. he put on the 1992, he said, watch this game right here, man. He said, uh, 
Alabama. Alabama beat Miami in that championship. I said, and it was like it was like it was like third quarter of the game. And this is when he said, he said, you know this team right like right down the street, don't it? I said, hold up. I said the team like he said I'm gonna take you down tomorrow, and that's when I finally went like on a UA campus and everything. I was like, man, this is. It's wild, but I knew it then, though. That's why I felt it in my soul then. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the university. You know what I'm saying? I'll probably go to UA. You know, I'll go to UA, and, like, I didn't know what my career going to be at the UA because it was, like like I said, like, I, I couldn't even sign, uh, I couldn't even uh, graduate with my class because I had to pass the graduation exam. So people didn't even know in 2003 why I was like, I'm going to be at Alabama. You know, and I passed that exam at Hope, and sh I went to the house, packed my bags up. My mama dropped me off at Rose Towers, man. <laughs> So no other college had a chance to get you on get, get get you on their team. Oh man, I, I I took a few visits. It's so crazy. I took a few visits. Ohio State, Tennessee. Uh, one of my best visits. Not gonna lie, and it came down to these two teams. It was Mississippi State and Alabama. I remember uh, Jackie. It was Jackie Sherrill, man. Man, you rest in power, man. Jackie Sherrill and the entire Mississippi State uh, coaching staff came to. Uh, I was still, I was living in Alberta then, Alberta City then. Up there, uh, around the corner from Leland Lane's bowling, uh, yep. bowling alley. Yep, yep. I remember that. I remember I had to run to that. I had to run to. Uh, I had to run to that save a lot and get some old napkins because you know for the dinner for my mama was working. So mama made a big dinner for him, man. We we ate and talked and everything. But I almost committed to Mississippi State that night. Like it was so crazy. Like so right before I about to commit, my mom brought me in the back. She said, "Ron, don't do it yet." She said, "We gotta hear everybody. We gotta hear everybody through." Because I about to commit right in that man's face. <laughs> she brought me to the bank and said, LeBron, y'all tell you, she, she probably saved everything. <laughs> My mama saved that commitment for sure, for sure. <laughs> so what, two answers ago, you mentioned being a different person than the Pro Bowl, LeBron McClain, you know, that you're a tight ends coach at uh, Central Central Falcons. How are those two men different? How is uh, a player, LeBron McClain, different than uh, than uh, Central High School uh, tight ends coach, the, the person you are? That that guy that I know that guy that got drafted in two thousand seven played fullback was probably about like two hundred like fifty five sixty pounds mean aggressive you know assertive got to get his point across got to do that now now where where I have learned you know to be more calm and collective and really just really like you know saying hear everything out you know saying and see it like see everything from everybody's perspective and really some that. Our coach, you know what I'm saying, coach put, me, put on me, coach uh, Pittman, that I learned from him. Just stay even keel. Stay even keel. No matter, don't, don't be too high. Don't be too low. Just stay even keel, man. No matter what's going on. No matter what's going on in life. Because you're going to have your highs, you're going to have your lows. Just stay even keel at everything. You know what I'm saying? That's even helped me. That's helped me, like, because I'm like, on, on, on Fridays, I'm in the press box. I'm not on the sideline. I'm in the press box. So I'm really the overseer for, you know what I'm saying, everybody. So I take pride in it. Like, for Coach to put me in that position, like, he just don't understand. Like, man, I'm going to do my job, like, to the, the most of my ability. That's that's pretty much the like, position I'm in. I'm really trying to show guys, like, bro, I'm not this. I'm not no arrogant type guy that been to the league, seven-year vet, two-time pro. No, I'm LeRon McClain, man, from Norport, Alabama, North Circle, 13F, you know what I'm saying, from the project, man, got an opportunity. It's got an opportunity out here, man, to go to the University of Alabama and do my thing. Now I got an opportunity to get back to my community coaching, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm even killed, man. I'm just thankful just to be in position, just to be in position. These guys looking up to me like, man, coach, you really did? Like, what? wait, wait, I tell them all the time, wait until what you going to do. 
Like, don't worry about like, what I did with me. Yo, I always tell them that. Like, when I talk, I talked to the team, but we had character development on. This one thing that helped us out this year. We had character development every Thursday. Okay. And we bring a speak. We bring a speaker in. Like for and I, I got to talk week two about humility. And really, I really got to share my story about about kids, about making great decisions, about some of the bad decisions I made when I got released from the league. Instead of taking that motivation as in fuel to fuel me to get on another team, I took that motivation and fuel to cheer. You know what I'm saying? Then when I had my opportunity come up in uh, in New Orleans, people don't know about, had another opportunity, my next opportunity come up in New Orleans when I got released from San Diego, I wasn't prepared. You know, I wasn't prepared for the workout. I came down out of shape. And they say, all right, LeBron, we're going to send you home for two weeks. We're going to send you over two weeks, uh, sir. And uh, we'll bring you back and see. Man, they signed another fullback while I was on a plane. You know, <laughs> it's a cut, cutthroat business. But that I'm trying to tell these kids, like, understanding that damn man, hey, I think we neglect the fact that there's only so many days we get to be legendary. You know what I'm saying? Like, we neglect that fact that there's only so many days. So, like, the position I'm in now, I take pride in it. I'm taking advantage of it, like, every day. Like, I got, I got, man, I can't wait. I already told Coach, man, I can't wait to see you in January, Coach. We started back like we was last January. Like, it's like flew by. It flew by. You know, when you're having fun, time flies. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the saying. So, I said, I would never neglect the fact that there's only so many days I get to be legendary as a coach now. Like, the player, the player day is over with. I can't do nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing about my playing days and, Pro Bowls and nothing like that. I can't do nothing. Only thing I can do nothing about is my future is coaching. So I'm taking pride in it. You know what I'm saying? Never neglect the fact. Probably wasn't no, you know, high school champion and, you know, high school. Might be a high school champion coach. Probably wasn't no national champion in, you know what I'm saying, college. Might be a national champion coach. Never won a Super Bowl in the league. Was close to an NC championship a few times. Might be a Super Bowl coach. You never know. Never know. You know what I'm saying? I always feel like... Whatever not not gonna happen, the most I got something better for me. So that's that's the position I'm in now, boss man. Pretty much, yes, sir. Uh, is David David McNeil was he a junior or senior? Senior. Okay. Oh my God, I wish I wish yeah, yeah. He, I wish he was a junior, sir. Yeah. <laughs> if McNeil was, I'm gonna tell you, if McNeil was a, uh, but hey, we got a nice, we got a young cat right behind him that's gonna be pretty. Who gonna be pretty nice? And he been playing varsity, and the cat that's behind him been playing varsity baseball for Central since he was in the seventh grade. So he about to be a tenth grader next year. Okay, so great. yeah, he's already yeah. So he already got some varsity feel in the competition feel. But ooh, McNeil had a McNeil. This, this is my first time. Maybe, yeah, McNeil is there. nice, nice man. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get him. Like I'm trying to like you know Lance Taylor. You know he'll be Western Michigan. I'm trying to get some highlights up there to him. I'm trying to get down to Grambling, uh, down to Hugh Jackson for him. Like the kid need to be somewhere playing some ball somewhere because he could do it. He could do it. How 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 has uh, your experience on the college level and then the pro level really helped the kids? You know, connecting with uh, from high school to any of those colleges. Oh man, just man, I tell people about and I tell these kids about man building great relationships with your with your with your teammates, building great relationships just with people in general that. You could probably reach out to and be like, hey, man, it's LeRon. Like, LeRon, what's up, man? Like, I remember that, 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 And you could just, hey, man, I got a kid up here that you need to, like, check out, man. Ain't nobody, like, check out this film for me. Like, and, like, I did that. I started doing that, like, about two years ago because uh, it was a kid down at Gordo. Uh, 
And I saw the kid before him, the kid before him, he went there. He he got he got full scholarship to Grambling went. I think of Joshua, uh, I can't think of his name though. I think he's down there right now. So I try to get the other cat, Sunday, Sunday thing on to him and everything. And he's doing good. He in Juco. I think he got one more year in Juco, and I think he's gonna go to Grambling. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying, that comes through. Just just be able to use my resources that I have and just give them all to these guys, you know what I'm saying? I'll give them all to coach. You know what I'm saying? And like everything. I'm like only person I, I don't be scared of uh I know. I just feel like it'll be ne- uh, yes, uh, no, and no just mean next opportunity. So I just be like, you tell me no, right, I'm gonna go to the next person. You ask them to see because we don't need one person to, you know what I'm saying, believe in. You just one, just one school, you know what I'm saying, one school to believe in. Then how everything is going now, like I try to tell the kid, it's different from when I was coming out. You know, it's different from when we was getting recruited and I was coming out of school. Like we really had to make like I had a VHS test. I had to tell a dude to come down here and meet me at the best restaurant to give him my tape. So I could be ranked nationally for rivals.com. Like now, y'all just gotta have <laughs> an Instagram and pop out and tag a few people and everything. And I said, so take advantage of that. Like make sure it's all the way good so these people can really see you. You know what I'm saying? Make sure it's all the way. We don't need none of the gang stuff. We don't need none of the middle fingers. We don't need none of that. Make sure everything is clean. Be a clean, collective kid. They like that. They like like they don't like all that other stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell y'all, like, they don't like all that other stuff. Stop doing that. <laughs> tell our kids that all the time, you know. Still got a few little knuckleheads, you know. But, you know, it, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it, I'd rather, I'd rather, you know what I'm saying? Like we said, we'd rather fine tune on one or two knuckleheads and it's not like six to nine of them. We'd rather, uh, we'll get them, them one or two for the, they're going to have to do everything them other six to seven doing or they can't be part of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the main thing. Our coach, our coach don't play. He don't play. He don't play about that, man. You gotta have, gotta. It's the standard, like he said, though. If he, they probably, I swear, some days, some days they probably be thinking they be having the best days of their life, like practicing and coaching coming there with something else. Hey, yeah, it was good, but it wasn't here. And I like, I love it. I love it. He always he, that would make that man always what he always go raise the bar on us. Like no matter what, no matter what, like. Even the thing, and like the best thing, this is this is why I knew we was in good hands of a great coach. After we lost against Canada High, that close game, it was 24 21. Hate that, hate that it happened like that. We left so many plays on the field. Yes. But he came in up. He was like, the first thing he said in that, that team meeting that Sunday, he said, Man, rat poison. He said, Bro, I hope y'all ain't listening to none of these folks saying because we haven't won nothing. We are 0 1. We still ain't won nothing yet. Like, I don't want to hear no, oh man, y'all did good. That more of it. No, get off of me. <laughs> That's what he was like. Rat poison. He was like rat poison. We don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. He was like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go beat Woodlawn. That's it. We had a we had a short we had a short yeah we had a short week we had a short week and we had a Thursday night game. So I was like, yes, sir. We finna get this man his first victory. Like, like he's straight to the point. That's why I said I, I love him. Like, like just being the position that I'm in now. Like, we got a good coaching staff, man. You know, we got Christian Jones over there with, yeah, with us too. Yeah. Head track coach. Yeah, head track coach. Oh, yeah, they over there doing, he over there, they practicing right now, getting ready for uh, a meet coming up. So, man, just like, it's like just seeing guys, and then seeing guys like him, Chris and Jones, you know, overcoming all the stuff that he went through, you know what I'm saying? And him going to the league and Hernick then going to CFL and they doing what they did to my guy. And he had to come back down here trying to figure out, you know what I'm saying? His, his, his lane and figured it out and figured it out. Now, Bert, Bert, come on, man, receiver coach. For Central, stress team coach, head track coach, like you know what I'm saying? From coming right here to this university, right here, man, from Birmingham, like 
I just be excited just to be with the guys, man. You just don't understand, boss. <laughs> Ron, it's been a huge pleasure having you on the show today, and I really appreciate you being so open with uh, with, with your past and just kind of what you're up yes, to sir. now. We've, we've been talking for about 40 minutes, so let's wrap this up with uh, what would you if you if you, if you got a chance to go be in uh over in the Mount Moore Center, uh, coaching the guys, give a couple. Of, you, you said you you did motivational speaking, character character development week number two for the Central Falcons. What would be maybe your message to uh, the Crimson Tide as they wrap up their last three weeks of the year? Man, just, 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 man, always don't, don't listen to the critics. Don't listen to the critics, but also remember, remember the critics, what they said about what, what our dynasty, what child dynasty was. Cause it really, it's really not, it's really not about what the outside people say. It's about what they say about child. Cause that's, that's the perception that they have on, on that team. You know what I'm saying? The week two, it was just like, oh, we, we this and we that, you know what I'm saying? It's over with for that. And them guys to overcome all of that, hearing all that mess, do, uh, doing, you know what I'm saying, the, the media and all this, having to have rat poison and, and ear muster that, and to overcome all that, and to be down against Tennessee, that big and a half, and everybody's still like, hey, right y'all, hey, it might be over for Bama, and coming back and dominating, and then taking a week off and doing what we did against LSU. I think people need to just watch out, man, and let saving work. You know what I'm saying? Guys, the only thing I can tell y'all, man, just keep doing what y'all doing. Block out all the noise, man, and keep keep doing like like you said, man, them, them guys like hard. It's like they're responding to the yeah. – they're responding to coaching. They're responding to everything. It's not no, oh, uh, no, I can do it this way. No, I want to do it the right way. No, let's do it the right way. It's like you can tell like from the defense, they are doing everything just the right way, just playing sound defense. It ain't nothing about – Crazy, it's just everybody being in your 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 gap, being in that gap, being in this lane, being in this this deep third, being in this deep third. Hey, just keep doing y'all, man. I have nothing. You know I said people people want to say what 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 can you get to them? Hey, even kill, man. Even kill. Go 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 kick the tuggy teeth in. Come back here. UT Chattanooga, kick their teeth in. Let's go down to Auburn, kick their teeth in and get ready for we know. We know we got to get ready for <laughs> and for us and look and that and that and like like you said, do you see us getting over the hump to get to that thing? It gonna take this. It gonna take these four weeks. A month. And it's so crazy. Bama got to go through. It's I hate that we had to go through so much to like get to our everything. We got to go go through these teams. Like we got to go on the road, play Kentucky, like in a, at a twelve o'clock noon game. That's like kind of a setup. Yeah, kind of. But I know. Save and go. I know this week of practice is like it's dawned in on that. Like, don't let this be a setup coming off the high that you had of last week because we did that against uh Texas AM. Where that we beat LSU, remember we beat LSU on the road, yeah. And you we come back and play AM on the road and came back and played Arkansas at 11 a.m. and played kind of not so hot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was crazy, it was crazy, it was crazy. But the the one, the uh, you remember the year that we uh TJ Yeldon scored the game winner. At LSU, oh yes, and I think, and I think that next week we had Johnny Manziel. That when Johnny football came came about, yes, and you know we still was it was like like that that type of game. So I'm just like, hey, we we already been through this, saving mentally wise, and been through this. I'm like, we gonna be okay. Like I think we done went through every like some type of situation when it was a championship season. Like you know what I'm saying, I understand all of a sudden we got to overcome, man. So I just be sitting back like watching, and people be like. Man, your school, I like, man, 
always go, everybody talk about it like Shula years. All right, man, have y'all one of even fans then? <laughs> <laughs> one of the kids, it's so crazy when I told one of the kids, this this, this, uh, this I know, I said, I said, I'm getting up there in age a little bit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We can hear it on this. Christian Bishop, he's number one for our team, receiver. I said, man, I got drafted in the 07. Guess what this kid said? Probably four to three. He said, he said, uh, he said, 07. He said, no. He said, coach, uh, Chesham team. No, he was born in 07. Oh. <laughs> yes, he was born. He said, oh, coach, that was the year I was born. I said, oh, my God. I said, for real? I said, yeah, I got to show you some highlight. He's he going to be one of our top receivers coming back next year. I said, man, that is so, that's so crazy. Like, just look, like, like just seeing that, though, like, from here. But I can see back in 2007 when I got drafted, that's the year I had coach in Central and won the uh, state championship, the 4A state championship at Central. They beat Deshley. So I remember in my locker, like, watching coach now, watching him and our offensive coordinator, Corey Walden. I'm watching them. My rookie season at Alabama. I mean, uh, my rookie season at the Ravens. I'm watching them in my locker room for the state championship. Like, I just said, man, this is all about divine timing, man, and full circuit stuff. Like, I tell them that all the time. They're like, for real, Leron? I'm like, man, I'm dead serious. Like, I was big time Central fans, bro, when y'all won state, man. They split the schools up, bro, and y'all went and won state. Because they played kind of high in the jamboree that year. Right. Yeah, my little brother. My brother, my brother was on that team. My little brother was on that team. And he said, my little brother, like, man, Central might win state this year, bro. How they looking over there? It's just like they got a, he's like, they got six, eight bodies on the four eight squad. That works out for them now. Yes, sir. And, the, and Central, y'all be right back there. Uh, very, very man, soon. we finna, yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the opportunity coming on, man. I love your show. You know, you know, I'm always, you know, I'm always chatting in, bro. I give them a road tie when I can, sure. bro. I love I love your show, man. I no, love your show, where man. They find you where they can can connect with you and uh, support you and the Central Falcons. Oh man, you man, you can support me at Laron underscore McLean thirty three on uh, IG, man. Got the blue, got the blue tag, or just Laron McLean on Facebook. I got two two pages, but if you see anything Central, that's my main page where I'm at right now, man. I uh, again, again, guys, man, just stay uh, even even if uh, just regular listeners out there, man. If you're going through anything in life right now. And you feel like, you know what I'm saying, it's the it's the end of end of all. Just know, man, God is up to something. Trust me. Trust me. Talk to him. Have faith and go grind for what you just prayed for. And everything gonna be okay, baby. I appreciate the opportunity, Joe Man. Real talk. I love your show, man. You gotta have me back on, baby. You gotta have me back on. <laughs> please, please would love to. Thank you so much for your time. Yes, sir, baby. Yes, sir. Roll Tide, that, that, that's the Ron McClain joining us, and what an honor. What an honor for me to bring on a former NFL player, uh, double two-time pro bowler, uh, veteran here with the Capstone, now coaching the Central Falcons, uh, spent some time coaching the Hale County Wildcats as well right here in the Tuscaloosa area. I'm... I mean, what more can you ask for? Uh, Laron kind of opened up on some of his struggles after playing. And if you aren't familiar with that, he dealt with a couple of minutes of mental health struggles uh, after playing, fell into a little bit of depression. Now seems like he's got everything rocking and rolling, called this 
uh, the best year of his life after playing football. And we hope that that just doubles down and continues. If you, if you didn't see the Central Falcons this year, they did look, I wasn't just blowing a lot of smoke. They did look much better coached under Coach Pippen. They looked uh, like they had a game plan, like they had belief, and they were a fun football team to watch this past year right over there on 15th Street right here in Tuscaloosa. So that's going to get me out of here for the day. Oh, a lot of uh, big thanks to Leron McClain. Follow him at Leron underscore McClain 33 on Instagram. Uh, just like he said, shoot him a message and uh, let him know how thankful you are for his time right here. You can subscribe to the program on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Amazon. You can watch us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll get out of here and we'll be back for another edition of the Joe Gaither Show right here on Bama Central and BamaCentral.com.